Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I'm not mm-hmm. starting with you in an attitude. This is this episode is going to come out right after the Fourth of July, and I don't want your pre Fourth of July attitude infecting my post Fourth of July bliss. How does well, that then, sound? You know what, Rana? I think that's very selfish because I have to tell you what my my craw daddy has to do with you. Where the craw dad sing? What's the issue? You and Reese? <laughs> Me and Reese. I had to look up where the crawdad you know and crawfish name? were the same thing. Are they? They are. They crawdaddy's like a funny name. Crawdads in Mississippi and crawfish in, like, in Louisiana, in Texas. Louisiana, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm so glad there's two words. For them. I'm upset. I don't want to talk about thing. this. Oh, well, all right. Let's hear it. I just wondered if you were missing any cutlery. From my home? I was just wondering if you were missing a knife or something. My home here or in the vineyard? Your home there. I just wondered, because if you are, I just want you to know the knife is in my back. So you can t- take it back oh. whenever you want. Oh, yes. I guess I am missing some cutlery. You what happened here? What happened? I don't know, Rana. All of a sudden, there was a free feed, epi- free feed episode that popped up a couple of weeks ago, and I haven't seen you since. Oh, you didn't know about Naomi? No, I knew she was on the Patreon, and that's it. We didn't discuss anything else. <laughs> it's not funny, Rana. <laughs> You're genuinely upset. I don't blame you. This is a little bit like when Kelly Ripa was auditioning guest hosts. You know, that they'd, yeah. sort of, they'd sort of say so-and-so was sick or something, but you knew that they were auditioning hosts. I mean, you knew. You know, everyone knew. Everyone knew except for the person who Wait, got Wait, I'm trying to connect the dots here Michael, in my head. Michael. You know, like Michael. What was his name? Michael. Yeah, Strahan. Strahan. Who is he these days? Good Morning America. Still? Yeah. Oh, good for He's him. He's doing wonderfully on there. Yeah, delighted for him. We have Rana. another talk show host on today, Pat. Yeah, another we do from morning the talk. talk show. I don't know how Maven. I'm going to be able to slip into this, though. I really don't. I mean, I. So I you am didn't know aghast. there was a Naomi free feed. I'll be honest with you. We had booked Naomi just for the Patreon. And right. I said to myself, why would I squander this much fun, this much talent? If I've got this talent, you know, if I've got her right where I want her, she's already here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make her do a free feed with me because Brian has been gallivanting. Let's be honest. I mean, the, never has the word gallivanting applied to you to anything like your room springer for the last couple of months, pardon me, which well, I think we could say you are on a room springer, couldn't we? I think it's, I think it's, it's safe to say that. Yeah. You were in England. You were in Scotland. Mm-hmm. You were in Peru. Yep. You were in Machu Picchu. You yep. were in Aguas Calientes. Correct. You were in, uh, when this the comes Inca out, Trail. you'll either still or not be in New York anymore. I don't know. I know you're going to New York. Well, Rana, I just want to tell you. I don't know if you. you're going to be back by the time this comes out. 
I can't rely on, you said to me, don't worry, Ronan, when I'm on the Inca Trail, I'll have my podcasting equipment. And surprise, surprise, the satellite uplink, which I paid, I don't know what for, didn't yeah. work. No, it didn't. So I and- was forced to scramble. So I said, as long as I have Naomi, let me bank in that extra episode. And I hate to tell you, People were thrilled. Well, I want to tell you this, Rana. Here's what the deal is. In order, because we're recording this before 4th of July, in order for me to come to the vineyard for 4th of July, no Elaine, no Jordan, no Blueberry, no Mr. Cleveland. That's the only way I'll come. What do you want all that time with me for? Well, I just want to make sure that, like, I'm, you know, that you remember my talent, my wit, my stage presence, my audio presence, all of it. I need, like, I'm not the one who walked out on this show, Brian. Okay. I've been sitting in this same chair. Okay. For all you know, when we close the Zoom, I'm still sitting here and waiting for you to sign back on. I could be fused You're right. to this fused to this chair for all you. Well know. then I guess Rana, I I just I, Except I guess that I'll I say- was buying a new Cavalli two piece and a couple of Celine numbers just yesterday. But if I hadn't gone shopping, I could easily be fused to this chair. Well, then, Rana, I guess I owe you an apology. So this is classic. You- this is classic reverse psychology. You walked down on me. Now you're punishing me. That's this is classic. You know, I never thought of it that way, but I think I actually think maybe you're right. <laughs> you you left, and because you're a lever, you're afraid I'm going to leave. So now you're trying to I don't know what punish me into staying. I can't quite figure it out. I hadn't thought about it. Okay. I hadn't worked it out yet. Really? Okay. Well. I'm, I guess because I, I wasn't you know expecting to be attacked. Right. You know what? Let's do a refresh and let bygones be bygones, and we're cool. So, what yeah. are you going to get me from New York that I need that I don't have that you're going to bring back to me? Is the question. What do I you hope want, it's not Lana? a box full of Molotol chocolate bars like you brought me. <laughs> Molotol. I called it <sighs> Molotol. Like a Molotol cocktail. That's what I'm going to call it, a Molotol. I cocktail. gave Ron a diabetes chocolates, and I did Speaking not Speaking of cocktails. Uh, uh, and then our guest is going to be See, here now I'm in a good mood just because you mentioned that. Here's what I want to say. Go for it, Ron. The Kiki was an unmitigated success. People that have signed up for the July box will be soon fi- get finding out when their box is shipping and getting the details on the July cook, uh, cocktail box. As I mentioned... Their little passwords in the box, et cetera, et cetera. It's a very exclusive event. Extremely. I'm starting to feel very sad for the people that have not signed up for the cocktail It's not club. great, Rana. It's, yeah. As we say, they have to sign up by the first of that month. So now yeah. we're into July. Anyone mm-hmm. who signs up now forward is signing up for August. And August, Correct. I have to tell you, we have a really elegant situation going on for really it's something i'm really looking forward to i have to say personally it's just how i want to spend my august i'll have to wear my nice boots and spurs for this one rana what's what's going on actually the perfect thing to wear for the august box and i know we're still on july but the perfect thing to wear for the august box white linen So you better start. I'll ordering. find my best. Your white linen lounge pants. Now, I Ooh, I would allow nice. a CS sucker, but I'd love to see. I want everybody to wear white. I know what it is. I already know what it is based on that. But I'm I not want everybody anything. to wear white to the uh, to the August Kiki. We're going to start instituting a dress code because there were a couple people that showed up that were far too casual. For I me. have to be honest, Rana. It was not 
Are you talking about me? There were a couple people who showed up who were far too casual for me. So are, are you talking about me? There were a couple of people who showed up. Right. I, you know what? Far, far too casual right. for me. So you're saying like. Though I'm talking about allowing people to be casual in August, but that. Is a seersucker slash. That's up to me. Situation. I mean, that's up to me, you know. Yeah. But yes, August dress code is going to be white linen. That's gorgeous, Ron. It's going to feel so refreshing. Crisp. The key word for August is crisp. That's what I'll say. That's wonderful because I got to tell you, usually when you think of August, you think of balmy, August is hot as can be and humid and nasty. And I want something crisp. They need something cold to drink and they need a little white linen to keep all the air flowing through breathable. This is not hot toddy weather. No, but we'll get there. We're going to get there. Uh, so, Ronna, so that's how do what I have to say go? about August. Oh, oh, they go to asocial.club. Just kidding, Brian. That's right, They go Ronna. to asocialclub.com. Just kidding. They can go to either of those. Perfect. Uh, and I have to tell you, the membership of the club, as exclusive as, as it is, is growing at a pace that has got me worried. Gallop a pace. Well, because fiasco, I find independent purveyor. And yeah. you know, we're very committed to helping independent uh, produces like that Correct. gorgeous Pisco that we did for our first box, which was right. This absolute, isn't like we could tell people now. By the way, the June box, yeah, was a gorgeous Pisco. If you didn't see us posting punch, it online, if you will. people were going nuts. Rana, it, the presentation was so beautiful. It looks to be a gift of about five hundred dollars. I hate to tell you. I mean, I can't even talk about your check's going to be smaller this month because I had to go deep into debt to make that. The box is as gorgeous as they are. Oh, well, we could knock off a few pennies off that thing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but my point is this, that not only do they get the gorgeous, when they sign up for the club, they get the gorgeous welcome box. They get the beautiful welcome gift, excuse me, which was that, is gorgeous. that gorgeous gold jigger. Yeah. Could use a new word, but that's what it is. Sure. Uh, that's the accepted parlance. Uh, and... Of course, the beautiful ginger garnish, the crystallized ginger. We wanted to make sure everyone had the perfect garnish. And the drink was a Chilcano, which was actually Ivy's take on a Chilcano. How fabulous was Ivy? I mean. Incredible. James Beard nominated. I felt so special, Rana. James Beard nominated bartender Ivy Mix joined us for the cocktail presentation. Absolutely gorgeous. The Chilcano, one one of the key ingredients, a fresh strawberry. And I hate to tell you, did I have to send people a mudla? Did I? Yeah, you did. No, but I did it anyway because I wanted to make sure that they had the proper tools to enjoy that gorgeous drink. God forbid. And the Pisco, you could have murdered somebody with that bottle. Incredible. That's what people need to understand. This is like a bespoke collection. And the ginger beer from Q, which, pardon me, I happen to know that they stock at the Waldorf Astoria in Beverly Hills. Excuse the me. cute ginger beer was absolutely gorgeous, refreshing, and also a full size. I love. They make me feel like so cheap that I have to tell them it's a full size bottle. I know what you mean. This is we're, we're not beautiful. flying on an airline here. And I was so proud of all of our people who photographed it and storied it. And, I mean, it really Those were like did portraits. a beautiful job. Yeah, gorgeous. Still. Speaking lives. of portraits, Ron, I wouldn't mind having a little uh, Sears photo shoot with you sometime. 
We'd have to find a Sia's that's still in business. That's true. That'll be the hardest part, actually. Yeah. Now, Dia, a couple of updates here before we get to our incredible we guests. We certainly do. Let's see here. What have we got here? Comments. Okay. Uh-oh. Someone wants to know, is Mariah Carey okay? That's their screen name. That's right. And then it says Earwig Chili Witch. I could honestly listen to Rana list off insects all day. Five stars only. Excuse me. Which, by the way. <laughs> a lot of people said that. We did the Wild Horses show like a month ago. And Mary yes. Holland brought it up during that show, too. And we were we all well, said we could. We still think about it. Oh, Mary, well, that was backstage chatter is what that was. Silverfish. We were talking about it backstage with, with Mary Holland. Silverfish. Silverfish. Yeah. Bedbugs. Bedbugs. Nets. Rah rah two thousand. Yeah, it, who's Rana. this? No, you. I, you know I don't read these. I, I don't read, read my these. own comments. You don't. You don't. Yeah. You don't wait in these waters. <laughs> Three gasps. Nailed it again. This is a Mrs. Glickman masterclass in ways to say no with gasps, without gasps, hurried, spelled out, shocked, defiant, resigned. Ultimately, the two of you deliver a brilliant therapeutic evaluation. I would know. My PhD is in clinical psychology. Mm. The only thing that Ron and Brian ever get wrong is assuming that their loyal listeners don't enjoy and crave a three-hour dose of their magic. <laughs> well, there. Well, we, we, I mean, look, I don't, think, you know, that's part of my OnlyFans is I'm going to do a 24-hour episode on my okay. only, OnlyFans. Well, Rana, I don't think your OnlyFans <laughs> is up to you because actually someone named Sarah wrote in with an OnlyFans oh, no. request. Oh, no. Dearest Rana, here is what I would like. Here is what I would like to see on. Your I did OnlyFans. ask people to write in and tell me if I did an OnlyFans, what kind of content would you be interested? in? Here we go. In? I would like to see the products on your bathroom countertop, vanity, and in your shower, set up in storage as well. Maybe you could describe the smells and apply them as well. That's filthy. I would like to see you stroke your eighty thousand thread count sheets with those gorgeous French tips. And I would like to watch you prepare and drink a carriage house blend iced coffee through a straw. Uh Also, what, Rana, you ready? Uh Uh-uh. The lesbians among us would like a little cleave or side boob. Love you, Sarah. That's repulsive to me. Well, and then Maggie said what she wanted for the OnlyFans was naked lap swimming in the pool. I said I wasn't going to show any T-I-T. That's That's what I said. I was very clear about that. You wouldn't know because I discussed it with Naomi. Oh, right. I boycotted that one. <laughs> and But I think anyone that wants to see me drink from a straw, I think that's sexual in nature. I do. It's all very – I got to say this. Rana is a very sexy person, but she is not a hoe. I'm not a sex-positive sex worker. It's true. <laughs> that's true. You're not. <laughs> I'm sex positive. I'm not a sex worker. No, you're not. Someone named Kimothy 66, who must have stolen from Rimothy. Yes, yes. Perhaps one of my all-time best nicknames. Rimothy is one of the best names ever. Yeah, for sure. That (laughs) was a good Rimothy. Yep. (laughs) What a scrimptious, Lissa. Scrimptious. Scrimptious. By the way, scrimptious was the password to our first KK. Oh, like I didn't know that. Scrimptious. It's impossible not to say when you're typing it. Honestly, the highlight of my week. I binged every episode on both the free and Patreon feed during the height of the pandemic, and it truly helped me stay grounded. Do not hesitate to subscribe and become a CHIP chip. Fabulous. 
Ron, I think our guest is here. Oh, wait a minute. We've been waiting. He better this give us the inside fine. scoop. That's all I'm going to say about him. Last time Regarding, I saw him was in Montauk, so I'm excited to see what he's been up to. He's from I don't here, remember you know? when you went to Montauk. He's the affair. You know that? he The affair was based on him. What? No, but we're going to ask him anyway. Oh, okay. Without further ado, Jeremiah Jerry. O'Connell. O.C. <laughs> Rana, listen to this sound. <gasps> Does that put a smile on my face? What is that? I got to tell you, Rana, this is the sound of another sale on Shopify. Uh-huh. The all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Oh, I know Shopify. We use it for Ask Ron a Coffee Party. Of course we do. Among other things, yeah. We use it because it gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business so that upstart startups and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. So, Rana, we don't have to be a Fortune 500 company to do this. I'll tell you what, that's entirely true because I'm on Shopify every minute. There you go. Trying to see where our sales are. Sure. I'm very involved and it makes it so easy for me. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibilities. Because believe me, what did we start selling on this podcast, Ron? I think we our first thing we ever sold was maybe like a t-shirt. A t-shirt. And what are we selling now? Are you kidding Pardon me? Pardon me, we're selling uh, a cocktail club. Are you serious? In addition to our own beverage, a Negrana, our it, own personalized alcohol unreal. beverage. In addition to our fabulous coffee, of course, which never goes out of style. And Ron, I have a feeling we're not stopping there because success- no. I wrote, I came up with this. Success is a million milestones on a forever evolving path. It sounds like you came up with that. Thank you, I did. Like Ask Rana, Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. So any size, you can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps like Facebook, like Instagram, like TikTok, like Pinterest, and MOA. Gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. Rana loves looking at the numbers. Honestly, that sounds boring. I'll tell you something. If you're running a Shopify it's store, kind of a thrill. it is so exciting. The, I love looking at the chats. I love looking up the dates. I love looking and saying, well, this time last year, how did we do? Or this compared to this. I Absolutely. It's a thrill. And as we grow, Rana, Shopify grows with us. It's more than a store. It's possibility powered by Shopify. So go to shopify.com slash askrana, all lowercase. Thank you. For a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Oh, forget trial. The second they try this, if they really have a business and something they're selling, you're in. There's no turning back. So grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash askrana right now. Shopify.com slash askrana. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create a podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. If you're that sort of person, I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities 
totally endless. So download the free Anka app now or go to anka.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Wait a minute. Rana. Wait, hold on a second. Let me just open the windows. Wait, keep it in. Keep it in. I have to tell you, this is a real, this is a first. I don't even, Rana, what is going on in your mind right now? Well, I, I just, in my mind, I just got in a time machine. And I took that time machine to 1983. I got to say, he's in a hot rod. Where, what year is that, Kai? Is it 87? Or? 81. Good 81. year. Wow. Okay. So I just got in a time machine to 1981. Yeah. And I already had the experience that I would have if I was podcasting with a star from 1981. Sure. Meaning their understanding of technology and what, what is necessary. Barely pre-AIDS, Rana. Barely pre-AIDS. <laughs> so we cut. This is the first interview we've conducted from a Corvette. I'll say that. Yep. It's not the first time I've been in the front seat of a Corvette, but it's the first time Rana conducted an interview from a Corvette. This is I all get, new. By the way, the the BG on this thing, the background, the authenticity of what we're looking at. It's actually we, incredibly fantastic. And by the way, it is the perfect setting for uh, the star that is joining us today, who we have easily could have been just as big of a star in 1981 as he is now, I had to True. say. True. Maybe bigger. Jerry, were you working in 1981? <laughs> no. No. A little bit um, pre Jerry. What was the year you started? What was the first job? Ba- ladies and germs, Jerry O'Connell. The fabulous Jerry you. O'Connell. Thank yeah. you. Uh, the first year. The first job I got, uh, you know, I went to a place called HB Studios in New York, which was an acting studio. Sure. On yeah. Bank um, Street. Exactly. It's actually wow. quite a famous, you know, Uta Hagen founded it. Uh, okay, yeah. You know, um, I'm it's probably right getting this all wrong. from but uh, like, the Cubby Hole, the famous lesbian sure, bar. It was right sure. around the corner. Correct, correct. Um, also it, a terrific French country antique store. I don't know if it's still there. Uh, I don't Hogwash? know if it's still there. Pardon, wasn't pardon, it called right? Hogwash, the French antique store? It wasn't, no. Okay. Um, but, <laughs> uh, you know, I went there as a child when I was about nine or ten. On Sundays, they had like a teen acting improv class. Sure. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's so funny. I went to it early. I was younger. I was like 10 and everybody else was like 15 and 16. And I don't know how I got into it. But... um you know, my life until that point had been like, uh, you know, a series of like getting in trouble at school, but not like crimes. I was not that popular. I was a little overweight. I wasn't good at sports. I was good at nothing. You know, you sounds exactly the same, except that you're thin now. But, Rana. <laughs> well, what, hold on a second. what do you think? Rana. He's not a little mischief maker. I never met a maneuver in my life. Like Jerry O'Connell. He's well, well, listen, but well, it's trouble, working to his but, advantage. But he works. Fun he's trouble. a workaholic. He's he fun, fun trouble. He's fun. Well, listen, I went to this acting class and I remember we were doing, we had to improv a scene uh, where we were on. They say they like the teacher said to us, you're on the ledge of a building. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And um, classic, you know, I'm, I'm with five other students who are like 16 years old and I made a whole bit. I found a game where they were didn't I didn't want to hurt the pigeons. They should leave the pigeons alone. That the pigeons oh. don't kick them. 
and it was killing. And afterwards, I remember this very attractive person in the class came up to me and said, that was really funny what you did. You really, you were killing it in there. And it was the first time the parents, not parents, teachers, peers, anyone said to me, you were really good at something. And I, it was, it was like and a, that person was, was Rebecca Romaine. Is that correct? No, I, no, my wife was not even looking at me at that point. You know, my <laughs> wife who I'm married to, who uh, is, uh, was a model for many years, a very attractive and way out of my league. We, we, we figured out that we lived like a block away from each other um, in New York for a couple uh-huh. of years. And um, my wife was like, oh, when you that's say, crazy. When you say you figured it out, do you mean you knew and she didn't? Um, you know, I never saw my wife uh, because I would have known, I would have recognized her. Because she's so stunning. You would say yeah, Rebecca so Romaine lives around the corner from me. I'm going to see if she's going to get a cup of coffee tomorrow. At the and, you know, place. at the time, my wife was um, known. So I would have known. Sports who... Illustrated every right. minute. But my wife was like, oh, that's so crazy. We we must have passed each other. And maybe in another <laughs> dimension, we're like in a relationship. And I was thinking to myself, you were married to the richest television star at the time, why would you want to be with a college student who's living with his parents? Why would you? (laughs) But isn't it funny what a a difference a couple of years makes? No (laughs) kidding. No, truly, you were a college student at that time, and then you grow up, and 10 years later, here you are, Mr. Marriage Material. I mean, life is funny. I got really lucky with my wife. I met my wife um, when my wife was um, 30. We were both 30. Uh Over the and, hill. Um, well, we dated for a couple of years and it was fun, you know? You're and the same age so you funny. and your wife? Uh, my wife is uh, a little bit older. A few months uh-huh. older. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> um, it's so it's funny. funny. Like, you were that- a college student. Those are the prime years for supermodels. So she was probably jobbing every, you know, so those were probably her early days where she was exploding in her career and you was living with your parents. That's true. Well, I was living with my parents. She was living with the uh, biggest television star of the time. And still sure. to this day, John, uh, someone whose initials are John Stamos. And um, sure, sure, sure. They, had a, they had a very close, intimate relationship. Uh, Do you intimacy. have a dog or anything that they have joint custody uh, of? Is there any that reason ever? that you have to share anything with him? <laughs> um, no. Uh, you know, they, they did get divorced uh, coming up on 19 years ago. Oh, so wow. that'd be a that'd be an old dog. Be a hardy dog. There, be yeah. a sturdy dog. Uh, there actually, there actually was a pet. Um, there was a pet. Um, that uh, that my wife got uh, custody of. Uh huh. And um. And did it hate uh, you? No. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, I became very close to the pet. The the pet is in doggy heaven. Uh, now, yeah. God rest its doggy soul. It was a great dog. But you and John but, Stamos petted but, the same dog. But I, but I, uh, but I, but I always had a joke um, that if I ever ran into Mr. Stamos, which I haven't, that I would let him know the the dog's name was Bim. He was a great dog. Um, that I would let him know that uh, that that Bim calls me his father now. That I'm Bim's father. <laughs> but one day I want that to happen for you because honestly, but it never happened. And all you hear is you world. never ran into him once. You were never both. Never. You were never walking into a cheesecake factory when he was walking out. No, you were never in an upfront together. Nothing. No, I, but if huh. it did happen, I would. Uh, uh, I would say. Um, Hello. Uh, I would say 
help me what's going on <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> i would say, Are you say any I'm insight i'm, I'm 17 years into this any insight what, what can i do here <laughs> these are jokes everyone these are jokes come on we're uh, making jokes jerry dear i have one more question for you and then we have to get to what the show really is which sure, is sure, people sure. right in the desperate they these are the saddest people on the planet and they need help and they've come to us and so what we do is we read their letters and we think about it a little and then we just I, I we know, answer I from the gut. Goes wrong, Rana. I uh, I know what's happening. It's called a recap for people that haven't listened before. Okay. Yeah, if this okay. is your first time listening. Oh, this sorry. Is, these are the rules. No, you're but good. But the most important question. If this I is your first time you. listening, our guest is always called. It's called guest riding in a car while we're in our homes. That's yes, the name of the podcast. <laughs> With uh, so With, nice. it's called. So in any event, I have to I have to ask, and I'll leave it to Brian to ask the specifics. All right, Mr. Sappy. We need I only a, I only have the one general question, but we need an update on Wendy. What we do you know? Because we know that oh, Wendy yeah. and you have Brian a nice is a relationship. Huge Wendy been, fan I've never missed so an episode. Never so missed an episode, including including the ones that you hosted, yeah. Jerry. I've never missed. So one. am I. Um, you know, I'm actually going to get a little serious on your uh, on your show here. Good. Right. Please, right. There's Brian. a serious question. It's a serious question. Um, you know, I'm a. Uh, like a lot of us, a huge Wendy Williams fan and really yeah. believe that Wendy Williams changed uh, daytime television mm-hmm. uh, for the way better. And uh, when Wendy stopped uh, doing her show, it was um, a bummer for all of us. There's something missing from my days. There totally is something agree. missing from my days. Those first 20 minutes that Wendy did, uh. there is something missing from my days. And, and only um, she could do it. It was it's a wild to watch. I mean, really, it was just one of those singular take on a ride. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna tell you when I guest hosted, so Wendy had to uh, Wendy took a sabbatical. Yeah. And they called me up and um they wanted me to guest host her show because they would they had to be live shows, and Wendy gave me the stamp of approval. Thank you, uh Miss Williams. Uh, always appreciative of you. Um those first 20 minutes that I did, I was like, yeah, okay. So I come out and just like Wendy, I, I talk about a couple topics and it's 20 minutes and then boom, we go. That was the most frightened I've ever been as a performer, as a person, as a human. Because the director came out to me and said, so, you know, Wendy does 20 minutes. We don't go to commercial. If you run out of things to say, uh, just talk about the weather. I mean, just figure it out because uh, we don't go to commercial for 20 minutes. And Wendy so effortlessly fills those 20 minutes um in just effortlessly and yeah i gotta tell you doing it was so frightening do you know how hard it is to sit by yourself on a stool and right. entertain people for 20 minutes with yeah. keeping it interesting and moving and not looking at notes and being like oh what else do we have here oh uh you know it's like but you know what? The second no I did teleprompter. It, I have to say though, I mean, there's only just like bullet points on the teleprompter, right? Just bullet points. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kanye responds to Kim. Like right. that's it. Like that's it. Right. Yeah. And it's so funny. Like, but you know, the the first time I did it, um, the second it was over, I I, I wanted to do it again. I just say funny. you crushed it, Jerry. Every time you were on that show, you but, crushed. But it. you know, I've studied from you know I co-hosted with Kelly Ripa a bunch, so I I got to watch her. I've co-hosted with Wendy. I mean, I, I was on Wendy's show a lot and I watch her every day. So I was able to take from her. 
And also, this is like the fourth time I've been on Rana's podcast. So listen, you learn a lot from her. Everyone does. There was something Jerry told me once on a formal podcast. It's a story about his wife. I'll never forget it as long as I live. He probably doesn't even remember when I bring it up. He will. I'll never in my life be able to get this out of my head. I think I know what you're going to say because I remember this story. He bought his wife a box of chocolates. I do remember this story. They sat on the dresser and she kept saying, I don't know why those chocolates are here. Basically, I'm not interested. I'm not even going to touch them. Right, because she liked to seize candy or something. bought them for her for Valentine's Day or something. The holidays, maybe, yeah. And so finally, he said, if I have this right, Jerry, you'll correct me if I'm wrong. He finally said to himself, if they're just going to sit there, I guess I'll have one. And he opened the box to find that they had gone from being chocolates to being decoy chocolates. She had strategically eaten the inside out of each, from the bottom. But the shape of of the chocolate was still in there. You would never know. the shape was still there. Is that right? Or she just eats from the bottom to try them and then puts them back and other people don't know. I told the story and it was broadcast. Oh, to the world. (laughs) (laughs) That's an absolute true story. Uh, did I know we were being recorded when I told that Absolutely, story? Absolutely, <laughs> you did. But that's you used to get you used to get a little charge out of giving your wife the business in public. You know? I don't know. I don't know how it works in private, but I know that in public you like to give her the business a little. The business. Oh god, the business. Um, yeah, that's a that's a true story. Um, it was funny. It was actually more of a like a, you know, it's funny. Um, I don't know about other relationships, but in our relationship, like for example, um, we're at a particular age now where we have trouble reading. I have trouble reading. Sure. (laughs) And um, I didn't want to get glasses until my wife had to get glasses. And it became like a competition. So it came to a point where we were at restaurants at the Cheesecake Factory. And the like <laughs> the aforementioned and, cheesecake sure. factory. And the menu would Where come, all the and, celebrities eat in Las Vegas. By the way, John Travolta does right? eat there. Yeah. And, you know who else eats there? Channing Tatum. There we go. <laughs> he it's did a, a reading at the Grove a couple of weeks ago. Uh, for he has a little kids' book series, and he wanted to go downstairs to the Cheesecake Factory afterwards to get something to eat, and everybody went nuts. They weren't it's couldn't delicious. figure out how they were going to get Channing Tatum to the Cheesecake Factory, and I think the answer is that you just walk through the door and say, "Can I have a table?" That's it. Do they have a it's harder to get out than it is to get in. True. Is there a cheesecake at the Grove? Oh I, yeah, I, it's I'm iconic. Told, I'm there told. is. A I thought there was. I know there's a Maggiano's at the Grove. If there's also a Maggiano's. Maggiano's yeah. Italian Grill. John Travolta yeah. is the one who goes to the one at the Grove. <laughs> That's his spot. So I'll go to a restaurant with my wife and um, I'll open the menu. And, you know, depending if it's one of these like hip restaurants, aforementioned Maggiano's or whatever, yeah. it's very dark in there. <laughs> and I won't be able to read the menu at all. I mean, it just means it doesn't even sure. look like hieroglyphics. It looks like nothing. So then you just have and, to get the chicken payad. No, I just say to my wife, I like the code is, uh, ah, you know what? This all looks great. Why don't you just order whatever you want? And, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just <take> <laughs> and, and you do that to each it. other? I can't read well, no, well, um, we were uh, like both of our eyesides are going crazy, but I, it was, we were having a contest. We were having a competition as to who could get glasses last. And I, I recently lost. I had to. Uh, I, had I have to, to say, we talk then. about this sometimes. I always think about Sean Penn and Mystic River. When he's working at the liquor store and he has his readers and there's something about an Irish man of a certain age, a real macho beefcake type. Maybe you've heard of heard of this kind of guy, Jerry. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, who doesn't want to get the readers. And at some point he has to get the readers and he goes mm-hmm. from sex pot to grandpa and to Laura just Bush. that instant, totally. however long it takes to put on the glasses. That's what happens. Well, so. That's what happened. But, but anyway, with the, chocolate, in a minute. Back to the chocolates, with, with the chocolates, it was almost like a competition of like, well, I'm not going to eat them unless my wife eats them. Like I'm going to have my wife eat the first one. And I kept checking the box and my wife was not <laughs> eating them. And I was like, I'm not eating the first one. My wife has got to eat it. Like, I'm not going to drop first blood. My wife has to. And um, it was only after I finally broke down after two weeks that I went to bite one. And it was just the top shell of chocolate. And then I realized so, all of them had been sucked out. But like what? a vampire, my wife had been like. Ah. I get that pathology and I applaud genius. it. Genius. Absolute genius. Total genius. I have to say, she's she is uh, a worthy opponent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's All right, let's marriage. start with that first question. It's absolutely bananas. Brian, okay, are you going to read go. it or am I? I think I, you should read it. I'm happy to, Rana. Okay, okay, here we go. Dear Rana, Brian, and five-star guest, Jerry oh. O'Connell. Fabulous. Here we go. In a car. Jerry O. Riding in cars with Jerry O. <laughs> I do love you and the podcast dearly, but I need to cut right to it. Right. My dad met my stepmom. I don't like it. And I know they're British and I know they're Canadian, but I don't like it. Yeah, or even Australian. Or Australian. My dad met my stepmom when I was 18. My stepmom has a son, Peter, not his real name. Peter is the same age as me. I'm now 30. Although we are not related by blood, I very much see him as a brother. My daughter calls him Uncle Peter. Okay. My real mom's sister, my aunt, has a daughter, my cousin Patricia. If it's relevant, Patricia's 28. Okay. When Peter was over for dinner recently, I of asked it's if relevant. Of course it always is. When Peter was over for dinner recently, I asked if he was seeing anybody. He's very active on the dating app, so this question usually leads to a good hour or so of updates about various different women he's seeing. On this particular occasion, the answer had me floored. He proudly told me he's been dating Patricia. After confirming that he meant Patricia, Patricia, I managed a few more questions, but decided for the sake of my gag reflex to move the conversation away from dating. It's been a few days and I feel increasingly uncomfortable with this. They're not blood related and I'm certain it's not illegal. So why am I finding this so wrong? It's because it is wrong, right? I love them both dearly and would love for them to both meet someone wonderful, but does it really have to be each other? I need help deciding whether to butt out and let them go on with it or to express my discomfort. I know that that would... I don't know what that would achieve, but I can really just let let it go to the point where Patricia's my cousin and my sister-in-law. Thanks for any advice or coping mes- mechanisms you have to offer. Signed, mm. Polly. We've never had a Polly. We haven't. I'm trying to figure out the math on this one. Uh-huh. So Patricia is... They're the step-siblings. T- I'll break it down. They're step-siblings. Are they? I guess, the, but you mean Patricia and Peter are steps up? No, Patricia is a step cousin. They're step cousins? And yeah. Peter is a step cousin? Okay. Uh, Polly and Peter are stepbrother and sister. Yes. The parents got married when they were 18. Okay? Right. No, so at, there's no blood relation. No blood correct. relation. Correct. At the time, Patricia was 16. Patricia is the cousin of Polly. She is not the cousin of Peter. She became Peter's cousin for all, we don't know when they met, but legally she became Peter's step cousin when she was 16 and he was 18. And then there's this sentence. On this particular occasion, the answer had me flood. He proudly told me he's been dating Patricia 
after confirming that he met Patricia, Patricia, I managed a few more questions, but decided blah, 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 blah. We don't know when Peter and Patricia met for the first time, but it was probably not before she was 15, 16, 17, 18. Jerry, what do you think? What do you think? Do, do we think they've, they've made Whoopi? Probably. Yeah, but they're not related. Their parent, her aunt and his father happened to get married. This is going to be a hot take, everyone. I've thought about it. Go yeah. for it. I'm okay with this. I am too. I've got no problem with this at no all. No problem with it at all. I'm okay with this. Um, you know, it's rare that kids meet up these days without the assistance of swiping or an app. Mm. This is an old school, moderately pandemic influenced, I would say, too. M- moder- m- moderately incestual, moderately. <laughs> moderately. <laughs> Low key. Not incest. Like, no. Incest. Incesty. Yeah. Uh, I don't I'm, think it's incesty at all. There's okay no if it. they have babies, there's no risk. It actually there's feels no old fashioned to me. How do you think people used to meet each other? Everybody. Well, oh, you're talking really town. old fashioned. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, listen, if this the is the a royal town. family, they're like they're like good to go. They're like oh, yeah, the hundred royal family. They're like they're like strangers. That's yeah. right. This is no. like someone's neighbor that moved in when they were 18 to me. This is like we oh now he's dating my neighbor. I get that but, it probably blows Polly's mind that this is happening, but I don't. I just don't see anything wrong with it. But Rana, Brian, if you were invited to this wedding, you wouldn't whisper to each other. You know they had cousins. I would. Then, I. I'm. You know what? I would absolutely snicker about it behind their backs. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. I would. I if would. they had been raised together as children, it would bother me. If they sure. knew each other their whole lives and they were raised okay. together as children. Even though they are not related, it would feel, you know, Habsburgian. Wow. It would feel you know old so fashioned. Just to let you know, you can't judge books by their leopard print sweaters. Uh, Rana, I would have thought for sure you would have been a- a- abhorrently against this. It's not against the laws of nature, what they're doing. It's they're familiars in the sense that. They could have gone to high school together. Fine. These are just Rana, people that know each other and happen to have to go to the same family events. If they were step siblings and lived under the same roof, that would bother you know, me. I, I'm going to admit something. I do have a distant cousin. I don't know if it's mm. blood related or not. That's a, such a good question. Who I often, nothing ever happened. Don't get excited, everybody. But I often, growing up, I found her to be very attractive, you know? And I was always, you like, used excited to, beat, to be... used to beat your meat to her? Whoa! No, no, no. Whoa. <laughs> no, I didn't... She was a cousin. Like, yeah, wow, we just like went right there. Sounds like that's confirmation right there, no, Jerry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no. I was... <laughs> I remember being with her. I loved her, and she lived in... Um, New Jersey, and, like, there was something, like, exotic yeah. about her, you know? Yeah, sure, New Jersey. And, um, and um, I remember being, finding her attractive. Uh-huh. And, um, but, I mean, I never did the are you actually you, tra- Are you actually related to her when you do the math in your mind? You know, my mother and her mother, man, they may have been related. Uh, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're cousins, but, you know, 
my mother comes from a very big Irish Polish family. So I'm not sure if they're cousins or cousins, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think they might be cousins, which is like not blood related, you know, because These right, people just that fit. didn't meet until they were 16. Or because there was a guy who I thought was my uncle, uncle my whole life. And then I found out just recently from, uh, from his daughter that we're not blood related that, you know, it's, uh, he is, it was just like a term of endearment. Yeah. Uh, actually, his name is Uncle Jerry. I was I was named after him. So I thought I was it was it was a term of endearment. I always called him Uncle Jerry. You know, it's sure. what yeah, it's what my family but he's did. like Cousins, a family blah, blah, blah. best friend. Uh, well, yeah, very much so. I have yeah. a challenge to this entire situation oh, or actually a question. Uh, so you have a son who we all know, Jordan, who is fabulous and brilliant and Jordy. Jordy. Uh-huh. So you wouldn't mind Ron. If Jordan was with someone sexually or romantically who, with someone who you considered sort of like a, yeah, with someone you considered family who wasn't family, but like sort of another child, like you wouldn't have a problem with Jordan mixing that situation up with everything to do for Mm -hmm. me. It has everything Mm -hmm. to do with the quality of the candidate. And I have to say, I have not to this day encountered anyone in my greater circle who mm-hmm. could hold a No, no, I'm talking about greater circle. It. I'm talking about just intimate circle. Oh, in my like tiny circle. People in you my might closest, know. Even who- in my closest circle, there's not a person that I've met that I would even consider as oh. material for Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, big shoes present, to fill. Present company included, Jerry. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Nothing but the best for Jordy. Yeah. Uh, I, why is our why is our letter writer having such best, a hard so time with sense. this? Hmm? I think it's I think that's the question that's really the question is why is she having such a hard time with this? I kind of get it. It is I, weird. It's a little. It's a little. You know what? It's a little. It's not nothing wrong with it. It's a little. It's uncomfortable. Sh- sh- it's uncomfortable. But sh- it is Paula. You do have to move on from this because it's not bad. And you also, it's also because you've put them each somewhere, you know, you've been at events together, et cetera, et cetera. And so you're saying to yourself, were they always attracted to each other? When we used to go do this, when we were 20, were they thinking about da, 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 It's calling the whole history of your relationship with each one of them into question, I think is why it's bothering you. But the truth is, who knows? Maybe one of them always had a crush, like Jerry and his cousin, or not cousin. It, it, it's the case, uh, you know, fingers crossed. Was, uh, I, 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 say, I don't even know why I said that. I shouldn't have said I that. I gotta I say, that's the kind of thing you don't want Rana to truncate because well, that's what that becomes all of a sudden. I'm not truncating anything. He told us he had a crush on his cousin. That is what no. He, no, he, he really, that there was a level of said, like maybe they were cousins, and if they were, they were yeah. very. Well, he can fact like, check and get back to us before the podcast comes out. But Rana should write headlines is, for the New York Post. <laughs> but the answer is, uh, yes, it calls your history into question. But the truth is, whatever. There were a couple of people that found each other. Either it's going to work out or it's not going to work out. That's right. And you're too old now to really care. It's not like you have to go to every wedding with them or every, you know, you're not stuck in the backseat of a car together with them and you're the odd man out like kids. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's a little, I get it. It's uncomfortable. It's a little odd, but you have to move back your own preconceptions. It's hard to meet people. Do you think any part of Polly wishes Peter were into her? Mm. Who know? Not enough info. 
no, but I think it's fair if she's jealous of the attention that her cousin is getting. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's necessarily sexual, but no, I don't if she that. is close with Peter and now someone else is having that close relationship with Peter, that could bring up feelings of jealousy. That would be understandable. Sure, sure. Yeah. Should we move on? I'm ready to. Let's do it, Ron. Hi, Ron. Brian, B-I, parentheses, capital Y, and parentheses, A-N-N, two N's. Mm-hmm. That's a lot, and but I'll possible take it. fabulous guest. Well, we've got one for you. Confirmation. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I was a strictly true crime fan until everything happened, and I decided I needed more reasons to smile. You have truly helped me out of this awful time. I wish you many more years of podcasting. Thank you, dear. Oh, what a nice wish. Is Jerry still here? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, Hi. Just, just, just checking. This story is wild, so I've provided links to obituaries so you can verify the events. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I, I'm going to choose to take your word for it. Okay. Me too. Last fall, I lost four family members to a super spreader. Horrible. Oh, boy. Wow. That's awful. Unfortunately, my family, not me, is mostly made up of highly religious, staunch Republicans who do not believe in the vaccine. Mm. It was bound to happen. How horrible. Mm. Yeah, that's so sad. Don't remind me to tell you about Keep Sweet. Have you watched it yet? Not yet. But I feel like I know it. I mean, it is. Oh, no, you you should watch it anyway. Okay, I will. I will. My dad was the first to die. Oh, my goodness. I didn't see that coming. I'm so sorry. He had a leaky valve in his heart, and the COVID pushed it over the edge. My parents had a very beautiful relationship. My mom has always been difficult. That's sort of an understatement. My sister and I believe she has borderline personality disorder, and she doesn't believe in therapy. She's not always an easy person to love, but he did wholly and passionately for 25 years of marriage. Beautiful. Her aunt, sister, and father soon followed. It was incredibly traumatic. That is Awful. Wow. Jeez. So her dad, her aunt, her aunt, oh, her dad, her sister, her great aunt, and her grandfather all passed away. Horrifying. After seven really cold and sad months, she is ready to start dating again. She has joined some apps, but she may be one of the most gullible people I've ever met in my life. Brian, I'm already thinking of 90 Day Fiance and the woman in Las Vegas who was in love with the African. Fisher. Oh, yes. What yep. was his name? Like Jefferson. What was the guy's name that she was well, in love with? You'll think I, of it. You're either talking about um You're you're are you talking about the, the girl from Georgia, Angela and Michael? No, there that's a love story for the But there ages. was also the the soldier boy, was that his name? The oh, the, yeah. artist, the musician. Right, right, right. Right. He's right, been right. with a couple of No, I'm not talking right. about either of them. Did Soldier Boy get another one? Oh yeah, he's he's on. A, he was on a second season. Yeah. What happened to Are baby? You sure you're not what happened about to Angela? baby girl Lisa? Baby girl Lisa, they're not together anymore. There was. A you, new are baby you talking girl about Lisa. Angela, who was looking for her eggs? I'm going to find another yeah. egg for you, Michael. Yeah. I am talking about the woman in Las Vegas who was in love with the guy who was in London, who was a Nigerian fisher, and the and the, she never oh, met him. Oh, Williams. Williams, thank you. Yeah, his I name was Jefferson. Williams. I think her yeah. name was like Alana or something. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Yeah. She's already, and her kids kept trying to break it to her, but they yes. didn't want to break her heart because her husband had passed away recently. Correct. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And then oh, she was like, I love And she had lost a, 300 pounds, and she went it to Jamba Juice every day and drank situation. all of her calories. And yeah. she said he right. loved her, she loved his British accent, but when you heard it, it was like, he was clearly, Nigerian. 
Yeah. Right. I'm so yeah. sorry. You you know why I couldn't think of it is because it wasn't an actual relationship. It was a, no. Yeah, we never we never met him. Yeah. yeah. But I'll tell you who yeah. I can't stop thinking about is Lana and David. I cannot stop thinking about. What, what do you think's going on with Lana? Well, because he went to Ukraine to meet I her. I know. And I can't, which I can't stop thinking about how you he can't stop thinking about them on crossing that line that he would not accept. Oh, that he that, writes. Well, especially now with all these OnlyFans and the people that run their accounts, and all, I mean, like that he it's all the same thing. The mail order bride originally is right. what it was, and now it's this. And anyway. but, but correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I know you you can't stop thinking about it, but uh, Lana <laughs> ended up being Lana ended up being a real person. She did. Oh yeah. yeah, but Lana was a real person who I believe had probably just sold her picture to a company and then someone else did the chatting. Let me Maybe tell you something. she did the chatting. I don't know. I'm but gonna, she I know I made a, she was going to meet David and his bomber jacket. This is going to be the second. This is going to be the second bold statement that I make here. I know the first one being my feelings for my fourth cousin, but um, <laughs> uh, 90 Day Fiance is currently the best show on television. I haven't watched the, I what's haven't going on with them lately. What are the hot what are the hot couples? I'll tell you, now that Ethiopian guy is a professional MMA fighter and for the first time I'd say in any unscripted show that we love. I'm going across all networks and everything. Uh-huh. He competed in an MMA fight coming to this country for the so first time. So he has time. crossed into the mainstream is what you're saying. And it was I I said to myself I I had to pause it for a second and I was like I can't believe I'm fighting, I'm watching and rooting for a UFC fighter in an unscripted show about overseas relationships. Right. Like uh-huh. that's how good that's how good, good are on that show is that they've got me now in the octagon. Like they did it. Yeah. They did it. You're making me realize now I want to see a remake of Twins, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito with you and Big Ed. With you and Big Ed. With Jerry on Big Ed, I want to see one. <laughs> Oh, that Big would be Ed. fun. That would be fun. <laughs> oh, God. That was a good one. Stars are okay. made on that show. Mayonnaise She's and that hair. She's already been catfished once. I'll never forget that rat as long as I live. The rat that was dying in the, in the hovel. Oh, in the, in the the one with like mange. It was like shower, a Palomino yeah. rat. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Remember she's he had a shower already been next catfished yeah. once. She's currently talking to an ex-boyfriend who is married and keeps asking for her senior picture. Gross. Those, those are her words. I agree. She yeah. keeps matching with guys that ask her to download apps that encrypt messages. In other right. words, they're all married. Right. I'm totally at a loss here. How do I help her? She's not looking for another soulmate. She's at peace with the fact that she may never have it again. She wants a companion, someone to do lawn care and handiwork while she cooks and cleans. She's a teacher and that's her whole life. She doesn't take time to do social activities and doesn't ha- really have anyone to do them with aside from her sister and I. Unf- I unfortunately live two hours away and I'm a newlywed myself, so I can't always be around. Ooh. With her only getting dating exposure through apps, I'm concerned. My biggest fear is that she's going to give these guys money or too much personal Uh-oh. info. Uh-oh. To make matters worse, she's a tad materialistic. One of the first questions she asks them is what kind of car they drive oh jerry are you listening wow she's very (laughs) proud of her own car and how much land she lives on excuse me i don't doubt she's sharing that information ah i feel like she's making herself a bigger target i'm feeling very protective of her with everything being so raw do i try to convince her to get off the apps 
meet some men in person. She's gotten fished and scammed over Facebook so many times. Oh my goodness. I have no idea how to help her. Do I just need to mind my own business? Any advice Mm -hmm. for a grieving widow looking to get back out there? I should pass along all my love. K P S I totally sent this email to the lady who won't give Rana the ask Rana who won't give Rana the ask Rana website a couple oh, a couple wow. of weeks ago and didn't realize until Rana mentioned it in yesterday's episode. She asked me how I got her email and said she had no advice, but would accept any I have. Oops. <laughs> that is, there's a woman out there named Rana who won't sell me askrana.com, Jerry. She won't do it. And that is who she wrote to. So she wrote to, uh, I'll she wrote to, to that lady. Ask Rana. Yes, that's very funny. Why don't okay. you just buy the .org or the .net? Yeah, I could, but you know, that's not how Rana is. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, not. You know, I've got to be. You could always I, change I, it to Ask Rana and Brian .com. Rana, did you ever think of that? I, and then I'm, but then I'm locked into that. Yeah. <laughs> I Rana see, I see. can't do that. Rana can't do that. She Brian. can't. She um, simply ask, can't. Ask Rana and Naomi's probably. Even. Rana, I will. I will get out of here if you do that again. <laughs> I'm done. She um, threatens me with another host all the time. Okay. I have advice. What do you I think Jerry's doing here today? Man. He's the class. Don't you dare. E- If there's ever been a fox in the hen house, it's Jerry O'Connell. We'll get because he's, he's on the talk. He's, he's hosting the cuckoo everything. bird that sits in everybody's chair. Yeah. You better watch out. <laughs> um, I, I have advice for this young lady. Yes. Um, it sounds like I understand like the internet is a scary place, especially for people of a particular age. It's um, yeah. There's just too many predators out there. It's yeah. frightening. Um, so I would maybe book some, there's got to be older singles trips. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's oh, gotta be, I like that. Great idea. I like that. There's got to be older An singles, like vacation spots where people have to pay thousands of dollars to go to the Galapagos like Islands or something. And it's like, you know, you have to be able to pay that entry, you know, entry fee to get there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're somewhat legitimate and have... A, a somewhat of a decent credit score um, and you can meet them face to face because, you know, it's funny. Um, I often think like if I were single, would I be able to go on the apps? Because I never dated on the apps. I've been married. Yeah, you could go on now. Raya, but you'd have to date well, a lot of Instagram models before you found somebody. Well, listen, Rana, I know I'm that would be hard you, for you. Well, Rana, I'm actually telling you, I'm not sure my generation, I would be able to, do Instagram. You know what I'm, I mean, do on. I know all you men, you, I know you find a way to struggle through it though. And then marry a 24 year old. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. It takes all the courage in the world, but all well, of I'm it not, is figure it out. No, I have to say uh, online dating is sort of a hell mouth. I mean, like it, it I do think it obviously works for some people, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's also it's takes up so much time. The fact yeah. that people have that kind of access to you is that they're texting all the time or messaging all the time. Oh, this person didn't respond. This person didn't respond. It used to be that you had to take somebody out, have a conversation with them, decide, take the measure of them in person. Mm-hmm. And that only took a couple of hours. It didn't take six weeks of talking before it happened. No, or let me whatever. actually tell you, I think the biggest difference is when I was dating people, you know, when I saw my wife at a Maxim Hot 100 party, sure. I had to walk up. That she her. was invited to. Yeah, I was actually, I had actually snuck in. Yeah, we were she, was one, sure. she was one of the hundred. Uh, and I snuck in with like you were 10 of my other dumb friends. It was like guy friends. And my wife was in um, the VIP section, but I had to go up to her and say, 
Hey, how are you? My name is Jerry. Uh, we met once. Um, uh, I was uh, I was invited to that party that you went to. I I waved at you. You used we used to live around the corner from each other, but you ignored me because you were married to the wealthiest television star in the world at the time. Um, that's very uh, sexy, though. I mean, it is nothing is more attractive than someone going up to someone and just being charming and striking yeah. it up. Totally. Yeah. But you know, I, so I think for this young lady, this this young lady, I think um, I would uh, I would suggest that she looks into some trips for. I love that know, idea. I really do. Probably, it gives us something to look forward to, too. True. As and they a probably even have trips for people who are recently uh, widowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would love also. That idea. I think it's a perfect idea, and how much fun! I mean, like what what could go wrong? But I also oh, want any s- number well, of things. any number of things. But at least when they go wrong, you're somewhere fabulous. <laughs> Overboard is where you are. Now you know what, <laughs> Rana. That is very that's very dark. Well, I can laugh because it happened to me. You were thrown overboard. No, but my husband passed away on on the water. Oh, that's right. I always forget yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Well, it's sort right. of a slap in his face that you go to Martha's Vineyard, isn't it? I mean, because no, that is the water. Bots, and I do still go there too. I mean, look. Yeah, but oceans are oceans. The oceans. Are, it's an absolutely insane thing to say. Oceans are oceans. Absolutely mental. <laughs> they all have their own personalities and their own treachery and their own. Their own. I mean, come on. Anyway, I'm not. All I wanted to say was that this. with you. There are also things, which I don't know in this new online dating, not new, 20,000 years old at this point, <laughs> but there are legit matchmaking services. I um, was thinking the same, yeah. I remember at, a matchmaker? It's, in Southwest Magazine at the very back, they used to have an ad for, for something called It's Just Lunch, where it was like yeah. a uh-huh. premium service you paid yep. for, mm-hmm. and they you would – talk with them and they would have a database and like these people already vetted and this whole thing. Fact-checked and background-checked. But that might be another way to go of just sort of like you're not then dealing with someone who might be a criminal. But but, but I have to tell you too, um, and I hate to generalize and stereotype uh, because you guys know that's not what I'm about, but um, I think older women, uh, they fall victim to this stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're like, uh, like I listened to that Dirty John and that was an Ugh. older, again, I hate to generalize and stereotype. I'm sorry if anyone is offended by that, but this was an What's older woman who was, well, it was an older woman who was desperate to find who you call a, a relationship. I'm saying in Dirty John. Uh-huh. Um, in, in Dirty John, the, the lady who got into trouble with Dirty John, the John sure. who was dirty, um, was like older and like kind of desperate to find a relationship. And that's why she ended up with this criminal. It's what happens to lonely people who are vulnerable. And the problem is that I, for the life of me, I'll never understand the psychology of this, but of course it's true. And it's the same with these bo- these January 6th bozos. They all get, or the QAnon people or whoever, they get a hit they are lacking some kind of dopamine and connection and they're lonely sure. or they feel at the bottom of their life or the bottom of their social strata or whatever it is. And they need something. They need what every person needs, which is to feel valued and part of a group in some way. Yeah. And that, and whoever walks through that open vulnerable door at that time 
owns them as quickly as you can imagine. It doesn't yeah. make yeah. any sense to me, except True. that I see the evidence of it everywhere. Yes. Right. And that is the problem with widows, lonely people, whatever yep. it is. It is the reason that you say your mother has been scammed repeatedly. Because right. otherwise, why wouldn't she? This is the same as those people who don't want to believe a thing about Trump. Well, they're just saying that. Well, here's all the evidence laid out for you. This guy right. stole $250 million from the American public with his little lie. And all of the people that gave think, well, they're just saying that because it made them feel part of something to do. Right. And, and they no one likes to feel like a loser. No one wants, uh, uh, particularly not someone who already felt like a loser. I can't go back there is basically no, right. psychologically how they feel. Yes. You have to find a way, whether it's you or someone else, because I do absolutely subscribe to this idea of right word, it's wrong face. Your mother may not be able to hear it from you. She may need to hear it from someone else, from her therapist, from another one of her friends. I don't know who. Oh, maybe she can hear it from you. Or maybe she can, but you know what? She should really sign over guardianship rights to you. But I, well, people, certainly her estate. That's what I mean. People yeah. who want to jump back in and date again at, a, at an older age they who are vulnerable. They should be on probation for a year. All of their finances should be on probation. Frozen. Exactly. Totally <laughs> agree. Really, they should have guardianship. Yeah. But someone has to say to her, no, everybody wants you to meet someone. Everybody wants you to be happy. But you have to look at the, there are, there are not nasty people in this world. Yeah. And, Monsters. and Monsters. when you don't meet everyone face to face that you're talking to, you have to factor in a lack of trust. You just have to, you yep. don't know these, even people you do meet face to face, total con men, dirty John. Yeah. And you um, have to trust that I'm only telling you this because I want the best for you. Not mm. because I don't want you to be happy. And in fact, I'd love to help you find someone cruise matchmaker da 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 but let's bring this into IRL so jerry at the no end wait a minute the- we were chatting i'm sorry i was going on and on but i've chatted all the way through jerry's uh guest star appearance on this show and if he doesn't go back to work out of his corvette they're going to fire him and then who's going to buy chocolate oh, the shades just went on. that's right go buy those chocolates jerry um and yeah thank you for being on the show yeah, we know how busy you are but this it's is the moment a, in the program where we have to choose between. Oh, do you have 30 more seconds? Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. So this is the moment in the show. You, you've never looked cooler, by the way. This is the moment in the show when we decide which of the two people who wrote in gets a little something special from us. So Rana and I decide what they're going to get typically, but we all pitch in on who should get something. So okay. should it be the person who wrote in about their mother dating again or should it be Polly, who's got a family situation happening? You know, um, I, 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 I mean, I know that uh, the young lady who had a lot of relatives perish, that should probably where my vote should go. Right. But uh, I'm just, I like to be a little contrary. Um, and I'm going to say that the Kissing Cousins story um, sort of brought out a lot in um, in me. So I, I'm, I'm going to go with the cousins in a relationship okay so not the person who lost four close relatives including their own father to covid last year just checking just the person who doesn't want other people to be happy that's who you're choosing the person who doesn't want other people to be happy 
Because um, it doesn't square yeah, I'm with sorry her that, idea. I'm sorry that people. I'm sorry that people lost. I love that you're doubling down bad. right now. It's and and I am. I am vaccinated. I'm triple vaxxed. There you go. Um, and haven't gotten the fourth shot. Still too young for that. Um, but uh, um, I. Uh, I, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I just thought that the cousin story just turned up all like like more of a conversation, you know. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Brian. Oh, how dare you, Rana? I <laughs> I gotta go with the second letter for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna decide the tiebreaker after Jerry leaves. Jerry, oh, we Jerry, love you. you're fantastic. We love you. Thank you for love being you here. Go back to your fabulous life. Fabulous. Oh, is he a blast? He really is so fun. He this really will go is. down go down in the history of Ron and Brian as the worst audio recording we've ever had. But it yes, was but it was fun. But the the most <laughs> fun environment, the most fun I, background. He looked I have to say, he looked right out of Cobra Kai. I was gonna say he looked like he was in drive. Yes. Yep. There you go. Uh, all right, dear, you want to read this? Because I read the last question, people getting tired of my voice. I've been chit-chatting. Oh not day. possible, but I'd love to read it. Here we go. Dearest Rana, Brian, and guest, if applicable. He's Hollywood. He had to go. He put on his shades. He got in his Corvette and he had to go. And often we don't keep our guests for the clip. Yeah, we usually don't anymore, actually. Yeah, yeah. I can't promise to keep this brief, but I hope you find that the details of the story warrant the lengthy question. So here we go. <sighs> Hold know, on. Rana, we put my up. feet up for a second. Absolutely. This oh, total episode's off the rails, and it started with you attacking me. I gotta say, so, Rana, this was this was a. I I gotta take a nap after this because my emotions have been so well. Too bad we've got more work with. to do after this. Yeah, You're right. Toyed with. I have a Ukrainian friend <laughs> who I've known for over twelve years. We're very close. Okay. Okay. I was in the room when she delivered her first baby. Oh, she, I know. She's my very emergency close. contact in every place that requires you to have one. We both wow. have described each other as the friend who you know you can call anytime, day or night. This friend, let's call her Yulia, can be the sweetest, most generous, and supportive person you've met. But she's also very emotionally volatile and impulsive. Part of this stems from her strong and unapologetic character, but also from some undiagnosed and probably some un- or misdiagnosed uh, mental health issues. Ugh, I'm starting to wonder if this Yulia is Yadvina, really. But anyway, go oh, on. Poor Yadvina. Yulia yeah. describes herself as a dis- difficult person, and she does not have a lot of close friends. She okay. frequently tells me about – it's so funny that someone p- describes themselves as difficult and is like, okay with that, I guess. Anyway, she frequently te- Yeah. She frequently tells me about blowouts she's had with her spouse. Some people think it's hair. a badge of honor. But anyway, go You're on. You're right. She frequently tells me about blowouts she's had with her spouse, family members, workmates, classmates, and people she might have described as friends, but that she is, quote, no longer on speaking terms with. Hmm. I'm familiar with all her quirks. I know to take some of the things she says with a grain of salt, have established boundaries for myself, and have sailed mostly smoothly through our friendship. Until oh, no. now. Well, it was a matter of time. Oh, of course. Yeah. Things have been particularly- that's, that's, sure. that's our Yulia. I don't know that's how you say girl. that in Ukrainian. In Russian, it's Eta Yulia. That's what her sitcom would be called with, a exclamation with, with an exclamation point. Afterwards. Point. Yeah. Things have been particularly stressful for her lately. There are the normal recurring fights with her husband, grad school mm-hmm. stress, problems with her preteen daughter. This is a lot. Mother, stepfather, and mother-in-law, et cetera. How many of these problems is she causing, though? To add to all that, there was a death in her husband's family that might result in Yulia and her husband having to adopt an orphaned young boy. Oh, and then, my. of course, 
the war. A little over a month ago, she told me she was going to Ukraine in five days' time. Out of the blue, she'd bought tickets to arrive in Poland and travel to Ukraine by land, with no other specific plans beyond that. Obviously, I was worried about my friend going into a war zone, but knowing her, I expressed my concern with a very light touch and just hope for the best. She's not the kind of person who changes her mind. I know, I know. These are these many. It's many paragraphs later, and I haven't even gotten to the juicy part of the story. My yes, apologies. Yes, I'm wondering where the question is. What please? is it, dear Rana and Brian? And end it with a question. With mark. a question. That's mark. the whole. When's our haiku episode, Mimi? Put it together. <laughs> so a couple days after, friend she, on train in need, family I'm, orphaned. Should I? I? That's the haiku. That's Go it. On. So a couple days after she'd sprung the news about her travel, she called me in tears. She said she was having a bad day, and she asked me to come over. I dropped everything I was doing and Mm. headed over to her house with my almost Mm. two-year-old in tow. She was in bad shape. She was alternately (laughs) crying. She was. I mean, the two-year-olds that they need to they need to see something like that. Well, what two-year-olds have that a lot of other children don't have is a ton of patience. True. Yeah. So they're always concerned about someone else besides them. What they really are great at is if you take them into a volatile emotional situation, they're they're very They love it. They're empathic. (laughs) She was alternately crying and screaming. My marriage is over. My husband never listens. He's always so inconsiderate. I'm done with him. No one supports me. My mom and my husband are the worst. I can't stand my mother-in-law. And on and on and on. She was in such a state that my daughter was starting to get agitated. You don't say. So I tried to dial things down a little. I asked her what had brought all this on, and as she listed all her hyperbolic and superlative problems, I tried to stop her by saying that perhaps using words like always and never was not helpful. Oh, boy. And that's when it all went awry. I bet. She started screaming at me, and I don't mean a loud tone of voice. I mean at the top of her lungs, screaming. Why can't you support me? No one ever supports me. I'm always the crazy one. You've never once been on my side. I tried to interrupt in his comments. That's like right out of a textbook. Truly. Of craziness. I said, Yulia. Not craziness. I'm going to take back that word. I apologize for using that word. Yulia, I can never be. I tried to interrupt and and said as calmly as I could, Yulia, I can be supportive without having to agree with everything you say. And that's when the shit. Oh, I bet she was really able to take that in. Really hit the roof. Mm -hmm. No, you can't. Get out. Get out of my house. Get out. She raged at me. My daughter started crying. Yulia grabbed my bag and threw it out the front door. It was ugly. Mm. I told her I was going to stop talking, but that I couldn't leave her in that state. What? I felt like it. Well, this this is another one. Dear doormat, love doormat. Dear doormat, love doormat. I felt like it was (laughs) wasn't safe for her to be left alone. She screamed more. She slammed doors. She even talked. Did you guess what Yulia is never going to do? Kill herself. Right. Oh, no. She'll She's, kill someone else. She would have killed your two-year-old before she killed herself. Yep. She yep. screamed more. She slammed doors. She even told me I should be more worried about myself when I told her I was worried about her. She picked up her keys and drove off. I called her husband on the verge of tears to tell him what had happened. I was at a loss to what to do next. What do I call? Or who do I call? What do I do? I was thinking of getting my husband to pick up my daughter so I could stay right. in Yulia's. What? This is crazy. I was thinking of getting my husband to pick up my daughter so I could stay in Yulia's house and wait for her. But just as I was trying to set that up, Yulia called my husband and screamed and told him to tell me to get the F out of her house. So I left. She sent me a message that said, you are dead to me. Never talk to me again. 
I was Great. distraught to say the least. I mean, this is free pass. The only time I'd ever seen her like this was one time she'd gone off her medication, but it was not nearly as intense as this was. Her husband told me he did not have reasons to suspect that she was off her meds in this instance, but I know that that was not her normal self. Her husband, who literally is so checked out because all she does is rage at him. You yeah. think he's looked in her medicine cabinet in the last... When he, when you ask, I can't believe, I shouldn't be answering this before I answer it. I know, but, but it's unnerving. Any, her husband... When you said, I think he's off, she's off her meds, you're saying to him, he has another problem you have to deal with. So he yep. says, oh, I don't know if she is because I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's bipolar. I have my I own- Try to get somebody to go back <clears throat> on their meds. Good luck. Yeah, come on. I have my own mental health issues, so I'm forgiving, willing to give her the benefit of the doubt and look past such explosions. I even texted her a few hours later to check in oh, and I then another 30 I just started to get so angry. I Brian, just like bawled at this I just became furious. I know, furious. At a letter I'm, writer. I'm with not you. at Yulia. I could not be more with you. I even you texted have her, a 2-year-old. Yeah, this is Go on. You don't deserve. I don't know why you think you deserve this. And then another 30 minutes later after that to make sure she was okay. I got no response. I wouldn't be surprised if she blocked my number. So finally we arrive at the question. Yulia has been gone for a month and she's due to come back from Ukraine in a few days. What should I do? Should I try to reach out? Should I wait for her to reach out to me? If we communicate, should I pretend nothing happened? Uh, I don't feel like I can just write this 12-year-old friendship off. I just don't know what to do. Please help me, Ron and Brian. And forgive me for the long, long letter. Sincerely, a friend in a war zone. Please don't use my my name. P.S. I posted this as a message on the Patreon page, but wasn't sure if that's where we were supposed to send questions. Sorry for the duplicate. Well, that's just a person who sent their question to two places because they're trying to get it answered. And guess what? I can't wait. I can't either. You want to talk about giving someone the business? I'm going to throw the book I hope. I got to say, I hope (laughs) I have calmed down enough to answer this question by the time. You know what? I'm actually looking forward to reading the question again on Patreon and hoping that I have taken a few breaths and that my perspective has shifted since then. But I can't make any guarantees. Here's what we can tell you. Patreon.com slash Askrana. Yeah, yeah, that's right. ARsocialclub.com or arsocial.club. Yes. Askranacoffee.com, negrana.com. Yeah. Those are your assignments. I feel a little sorry for the Negrana right now because it's a perfect well, beverage. I know. And I'm worried that people aren't buying it because they're buying the there's so many people signing up for the social club now because they saw how fabulous the cake was. It's tough competition. And it's making me upset. I'm almost thinking about taking it off the market and then putting it back on because it's not getting the attention it deserves. But I'm in this awkward position where I need to bring people something new every month for the social club. So it's not like I can make the Negrana part no, but of the social club. You know club. what? The Negrana is- It's a classic. It's a classic. It's an absolute evergreen the that Negroni, will never be Negroni knocked will down. forever be one of my Forever. It's always there. No it's, question. It's, it's your standby, you know? It's so hot. It's like having more than one child. It's also but still. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know anything about that. The Negrana also is still an incredible gift and something. Oh, it's so. By I, the way, when people get it, it's a showstopper. Rana, did we decide what we were sending? You didn't pick a winner. Of course I did. It's the person who lost their entire family. What are we going to send them? It's hard because her mother. What I want to send her is her mother to have a phone call with me. That's what I really want to send Truly. her as a gift. But I don't know. Well, if maybe that's she has go a bath. Well. Oh, maybe she has a bath. 
Maybe. What could we give her? Oh, so much grief and so much grief. You know, I mean, true grief and then good grief. Yeah. Uh, like Charlie Brown or whoever said good grief. Charlie Brown says good grief, doesn't he? Yep. Uh, hmm. I mean, could we you know gift what I have, her? Right? Go ahead, please tell Go me. Go ahead. You want to no, gift no, no, her no. a gift I- certificate to the uh to the um matchmaker. That's what you were gonna say. But no. I have something else. Tell me. You won't believe it when I tell you. I can't wait. I don't know if they even make these anymore. Okay. I had Tony clear out some storage facil- facilities in the carriage house the other day. Yeah. I've got to keep him busy. I mean, otherwise, I'm not getting my money's worth. Right. And during that process, there were excavated in this archaeological dig two Origins Bath and Body uh, hugs hugs? Or whatever they were The feel good hug? Yep. <gasps> that I had not given out. This I is bought them. huge. Those were limited edition. I don't know if they make them anymore. I don't know if they do either. And so I thought they were going out of business. They I used mine like three days edition. ago. So I bought as many as they had on the website because I knew we loved giving them out. But then we started giving out other things. So there there were two of them. Oh, my God. I've this is going to be amazing. Uh, and that's what I'm going to send her. I am. Those. By the way, that's I hope that's Tony a, knows basically a collector's edition. Out. Yeah. It's probably worth thousands of thousands. dollars now. Yeah. Oh, lucky yeah. her. So Tony's going to have to do a little digging, but that's what she's going to get. Sounds good, Rana. Like the she big dig. Remember in Boston, the big dig? I do. Yeah, I do. I lived through the big dig. But they it. did have a wonderful uh, billboard for the big, di- big dig. It said when you would get mad as soon as you were going into the uh, expressway, it would say, Rome wasn't built in a day, dot, dot, dot. And then the next billboard said, if it was, we would have hired their contractor. That is cute, actually. Pretty cute. Very cute. Uh, all right, dear. I absolutely adore you. Love you, Rana. And we look forward to- I'm going to have to have a drink of my cocktail club early just to get through this cliffhanger. I understand. What I really want, though, is for people to start- If they're going to sign up for August, sign up now. If they're coming to the white party- Because they get sold out. Let's call it the white party, okay? That's fine, Rana. If they're coming to the white party in August, they've got to sign up now because what I've curated is so limited edition that I need to make sure there's enough. So that's really the issue that Connor needs those orders, at least the big numbers as order as early as possible. So arsocialclub.com. We adore you. We can't wait. We've got a July Kiki coming up. And then for August, you can join now if you haven't joined already. And they sell out, Uh, so get on it. And whenever you join, it's the first three months. uh, That's what the membership is. You join for the first three months. After that, you are automatically enrolled. If you want to unenroll, you have to do that yourself. You just Please don't subscribe. ask me to write to you to say, hey, I forgot to, can you get back to me about whether you want to be yeah. in a social club? This is like You'll any other club. Unenroll yourself. But the people, the first three months are already covered. Everybody's coming to the white party in August that's already enrolled, so they don't have to worry. But the new people, if they want to come, they've got to sign up now. So Wonderful, Ron. All right, dear. I absolutely love you. Kiss. Kiss.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.